0: Welcome back. I'm Jamie. I'm here with my co-host Gabe. We are the Menschwarmers. Gabe, how you doing, buddy?
1: You know, um, it's the new year, new me. I'm I've I've never felt as enthusiastic and alive as I do today on this dark, dark January evening.
0: Is that true? I think we're approaching um we're approaching like one of the the day where I think like there's like the most mental health crisis. Yeah, Blue Monday. Like that that was like last what, Monday. Blue Monday, right? That was last. It was last Monday. Monday. Okay, so we're good. We're, we're all through, Yeah, it's, I, you know, nowhere to go but up. I, society. I, I left. I, I left my office the other day, like right, right at the crack of four fifty-eight, and like it was still slightly sunny out, and it was great. Like I was very excited to like, oh, you know, like I haven't emerged into darkness. Um, so that's good. You know, we are coming on to. Uh, spring and summer. And I'm excited about the summer because it's going to be an Olympic summer. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not excited for February because it, it, it's a leap year February, which means we're all we're all working an extra day for free. But we can, we uh, can all watch the 30 Rock Leap Day episode. Leap That's Day true. Williams. We can all, yeah, Leap Day Williams. But uh, leap years mean Olympic years. And I am excited for the summer because it's going to be uh, an Olympic summer filled with Jewish athletes uh, who we will... No doubt, be talking to and profiling, and I'm excited about that. Absolutely. Um, has has AJ Edelman taken
1: up a summer sport yet?
0: <laughs> uh, you know, he's very active in the uh, posting online about Israel. Um, good, good Instagram follow. I, I agree, um, but, but if
1: you're if you're telling me you know a Jewish person that's been active in posting online in the last three months, that fair point. That's shocking.
0: He's he's really made a brand for himself with that, but uh, that that's of course AJ Edelman, who's uh, uh, Olympic. Uh, skeleton racer and bobsledder and and hopefully uh going to make the the Olympics and bobsled for Israel twenty twenty six. We spoke to him last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am excited about the Olympics and uh, I'm sure we'll have lots to talk to about that. Before then, obviously we've lots to get to uh with all kinds of sports that are going on now. So we want to this is a you know a nice a nice uh you know here's the news the news and just an amuse boosh yeah. No no guest today, or, but or uh, I guess wanted to talk about some stuff that started. If it's Hebrew it would be an amuse pe yeah, <laughs> a mood Yeah, sure, something like that. Um, one one thing I want to talk about off the top was the uh something that that we talked about a, about a year ago. We had uh golf writer, Mars Sports Sports uh, contributor Dan Rapport on the show, and uh, we talked about the rise of Jewish golfers. And one of the guys we talked about his name did play in twenty twenty three. Yeah, Daniel Berger. Uh, Daniel Berger had a back injury. I don't know if it started at the U.S. Open in twenty twenty two. Uh, but that's like you know June 2022 but that was the last tournament he played uh, until two weeks ago when he came back for the American Express Open uh, he made the cut he came in 39th you know incredibly respectful showing absolutely for his first tournament in almost two years uh, he played in the Farmers he he had a decent it was Wednesday Thursday so he had a decent Wednesday but he had a, a pretty bad Thursday so um, he didn't make the cut in that event and I think because of the rankings, he's not he's not going to be playing in this week's event. Which is bizarre. Because, he's uh, won
1: this tournament before, but it no longer he has means it. you can come back.
0: Because it's only um, it's right now at the top. It's the top fifty and thirty other
1: qualifiers for some reason.
0: Yeah, exactly. So for whatever reason, he's not uh, involved. I mean, again, he missed more more than a year of play time. Mm-hmm. His 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 ranking right now is a nice Jewish number six thirteen. Ooh, um, and wow, that I'm is sure going to go up. That right? is he will. It's a mitzvah for him to play it's golf any time. But this is a guy you know. It's like exciting to see him back. I mean, uh, who, who knows what 2024 will look like in terms of getting back in, in, into, into uh, you know playing shape. I haven't really seen anyone talk to talking to him yet Um, about what it, you know how his back is doing and all that. You know, golfers are it's so so. I say touchy or whatever in terms of their injuries, but it's just like if you can have a minor injury uh, that develops and, and grows, you know, it's such a specific movement that it's like one thing can end your, can end your career. So yeah. I'm oh, that's absolutely. It's, room. I don't think it is. I mean, it, um, it's extremely, it, 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 for him to come back in the
1: first place is, is nothing short of excellent. Um, exactly. And I think we're, we're sort of happy to, to show it we're happy to support him and be happy for yeah.
0: him. Um, so excited to, you know, there's the golf as the golf calendar starts. I think, I think I probably see. March is when casual golf fans start thinking about golf. Um, I I, so. I, I'm, I'm like, I would say like I'm like a golf lunatic now by like paying attention to things in January, in, in no small part due to participating in fantasy golf, which again is like a fantasy like golf. If someone's I mean, like, that's that's it, hardcore. It, it's a bit of a lunatic thing. I, I agree, but uh, r- regardless, I think you know maybe a month from now is when people start thinking about golf and uh, you know seeing Dan Berger and and, and Max Homa at, at the Masters. I think is going to be. The
1: Absolutely.
0: I'm still hoping for Max's first uh, first major win. I think this year there's at least four Jewish golfers on the PGA Tour. Um, you know, we got Max. Well, I don't know if Berger. David Lipsky has a full card. I think he does. Um, he he um, might this year, and, and Ben Silverman, and, who who won a Corn Fairy, Tour, he does because it, I don't know if it's just because he qualified due to being high enough in the uh, in the Corn Fairy Tour this year. But he he's certainly been in Silverman a, like, has a full card for sure. Yeah,
1: he's Silverman does. So, but- um, there's also you know the our, our friends at the Jewish Telegraphic agency discuss whether or not uh, I think it was Austin Smotherman was Jewish and we're oh. iffy on that one. Um, okay but but they said they think he is. Um, and he's also sort of on the bubble of tour, but but we've got four so far. you know, at a full field event you you'd see four Jewish guys. Um, and you know there's some some other Jewish golfers we'll be talking about later, you know, as they come up the golf ranks. Um, but moving on from golf, uh, big weekend here in Toronto this weekend. Um, you know, you take all of the bad news coming out this week about hockey in Canada and flip that on its axis and you've got the NHL all-star game. um, Oh yeah. Appearing
0: this weekend in Toronto.
1: Appearing. Yeah. This weekend in Toronto. There is, I'm, I don't know if it's an official record, but I'm going to say it's probably a record where we've got three maybe four jews in the game depending on who you know where you think some people go um okay but so tell us who's who's in the all-star game this year is here jewish uh so we've got both i mean two of the three hughes brothers quinn hughes okay. is the captain of one of the all-star teams um oh wow and then on it so it's sort of like this weird it, it, it It is no longer East versus West. It used to be East versus West. And for a while it was North America versus the world. That was my favorite version of it because that was always awesome seeing. Yeah, that was fun. I agree. um, But now you've got, uh, uh, you know, basically they have one captain from each division. So you've got Mm -hmm. Austin Matthews in the Northeast, or uh, I guess it's called the Atlantic. Um, You know, Quinn Hughes in the uh, Pacific and so on and so forth. And then from that, they just draft. There is a draft that each team gets one draft. Um, However, they've already assigned the Hughes brothers together on the same team. Um, Okay. That's fine. Which would be two, you know, Jews together. Um, Yep. Already. So there was next, uh, you know, he's not playing uh, due to injury, but we had named Artemi Panarin, who some people believe is Jewish. Yeah. You know, he's definitely got Jewish heritage, whether or not he was raised or practiced Jewish, that's separate. And then lastly, we've got sort of recently believed to be Jewish, uh, Boston Bruins goalie Jeremy Swayman.
0: Oh, I thought we were out on him. I thought uh we didn't know.
1: he's he's been brought back. It's been recently reported he is Jewish. Um okay. although personally, that's what said depends where you come on this. You and I have not been able to confirm it. Um yeah. but it has been recently reported uh that
0: he is Jewish. Any any Toronto uh hockey media people covering the All-Star game, if you want to go uh Go, go ask a guy hanging out at the All-Star game this he, week if he's yeah. jewish. If you if you see Jeremy Swayman, just go ask him if he's jewish. it will it, be fine. If Jeremy um, Swayman
1: is you know, you know cap friendly, still believes he was jewish. Um, you know there's there's lots of people who say, you know, is is uh you know Jeremy Sway sorry, according to the Jewish Telegraphic Agency again, Jeremy Swayman is listed as a jewish goalie, but Um, We have not been able to find, you know, our independent. Okay.
0: Well, unfortunately, uh, the all-star game will not include uh, hometown hero, Zach Hyman. No. Who is having his best year ever. I mean, he has 30 goals Uh, uh, in in 44 games. You know, he could easily get to 50 for the season. Um,
1: His two line mates are both going to be there. Um, obviously, and his
0: team has has rattled off 16 wins in a row, which he has been no small part of. Yeah, it's um, it's remarkable. They he, he just missed out on the fan vote. Yeah, like he was very close,
1: very 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 close. And, and the coach's vote, he just missed out on too. But it was very close.
0: Would have been a nice homecoming for him. Um, and, um, that's true. I don't know if you if you don't make an All Star game as a hockey player, what do you do? You, do you piece out to the Caribbean yeah. for four days? You Get days? the week off. Um, you get the week off. Like you, no one's. Is it is it faux pas to like show up in Toronto anyways and just be like I'm just here for the hang? Like, I, I don't know where are we going? No, I bet, I bet I like bet you that.
1: there are guys who go to the parties. Like, if you're right. you know um, Bio Steel and Connor McDavid yeah. is too busy to go to your Bio Steel event, the All Star Game, like <laughs> you get a guy who's in town.
0: You know, somebody. I like to think of the yeah. I like the idea of like um, like fourth lineman just going to support their buddies like having a difficult time getting a ticket to the all-star game itself. Yeah. And like having to like <laughs> speak to the guy who drives the Zamboni at uh Scotia bakery. Well, so, uh, like, you know me, like we're good. Like I remember I, you know, I, I played with your kid on the Marlies or whatever, like, like trying to get in. Yeah. Like, trying to get a, in a funny idea. There's although genuinely, I'm sure they can do it. I, I'm sure it's not. A
1: problem. So, I mean, there's a couple of Mike Jacobs, all-stars who are also coming <laughs> in. People, we get asked a lot about David Pasternak, okay. um, right. You yeah. know, not Jewish, but he's in the all-star yeah. game. Um, as well as Sergei Bobrovsky, you know, very right. much Russian, not Jewish. Um, but speaking of your going back to, you know, a, a Swedish player, not Jewish, Oliver Bjorkstrand, a video of him <laughs> went viral earlier this year. You know, a couple of weeks ago, his coach calls in and says, you're nominated for the All-Star, like it's your first All-Star, congratulations. And you see uh, like he thinks for a minute and he goes like, I have to cancel my Airbnb. <laughs> like, like he was planning on going somewhere and like had to cancel. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's a vacation for those who
0: are. I, I do remember uh, a, a while back I was on a, a family trip to uh, Jamaica around this time of year and it was during the NBA all-star weekend and you just kept seeing like six foot nine guys walking along the beach. It was like, <laughs> ah, I wonder who that is. Like, I wonder what like, you know, 10th man that is. Cause it was just like, yeah, it, it was just like, clearly that is an NBA player who is, uh, you know, on a break, and, right? And, and it's won- is down won- here in Jamaica. Yeah, it's like why else would they be here that weekend? Um, anyways, that's exciting. I, I you know, uh, I'm I'm, I'm sure that's uh going to be a good time. It's a, it's a
1: pretty Jewish all star game. game. You know, the yeah. NHL pretty has pretty only Jewish had a All-Star. handful of Jewish all stars ever, and to have three, potentially four, definitely two, potentially three, potentially well, potentially three, not Panarin, because uh, he's not playing. Right. In a game, uh, is pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, it really so, is. Uh,
0: Sticking with hockey, I just wanted to put a little bumper on a story we talked about last time. It was just, you know, we're sort of recorded just before and just after this story has been developing, regressing, unfolding. The tournament was played. Um, but this is the IIHF story about uh, Israel hockey. So uh, Alan Besner, our colleague and who does the CJN Daily podcast, has been uh, had a number of podcasts on this, including one we had on our feed last week um, or two weeks ago. Basically, the story was, that the IHF, the uh, International Organization Committee for uh, Amateur Hockey, or International Hockey, I guess, because uh, there's pros who play on these teams, but they banned Israel from any upcoming tournaments, mm-hmm. including the Under-20 Men's uh, Division Three Group A Tournament, which took place just a, just this past week. Israel was planning to be in participation in that uh, tournament. And a few days before uh, the tournament was set to start, the IHF cave to international pressure i think there was a lot of pressure from the nhl from lots of other people as well and agreed to let israel play in that tournament and in other tournaments as well um that was great for those players i mean you know whatever they just want to play hockey uh that's a team that includes some canadians and Mm alan has been detailing that uh but not only did israel show up at that tournament you know even under these circumstances they, they won they won all their games uh they beat mexico bulgaria new zealand kyrgyzstan turkey Okay, these are not powerhouses necessarily, but that's the division they're in, and as a result of that, um, when they're now moved up to the Division Two Group B uh, so league, who
1: are they? Who are they playing against now? You know, Israel, not official. Well, so that's the last power thing powerhouse. I want to add because this yeah.
0: this is a pretty exciting thing. Um, so again, this is you know European teams this time. I would say like that are larger and have more of a hockey presence, if not as much Australia, Belgium, Iceland, Serbia, and Spain. Oh, that classic uh, European that, team,
1: uh, 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 Australia, okay, although not wait, Australia, but the so other ones. they're going up against the junior national Icelandic team.
0: Yeah. That, that's, uh, yes. that's that, the villains that's in the, the Mighty Ducks too. Mighty Ducks, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, um, and, and we might even have a Goldberg or two on our team, we, I, uh, a, or, or Israel's team. And I would
1: say to make it an even more Jewish, um, uh, you know, Jewish story, uh, the coach of Team Iceland, his uh, Wolf Stanson, <laughs> nicknamed The <laughs> Dentist. Right. Which not sure. a Jewish player, but a Jewish profession that comes off his nickname. Where's okay, well, Stanson? anyways, I, I believe that I to, that's a Jewish name.
0: Sure, why not? The thing I wanted to add about this is that that next tournament, the U20 Division Two Group B 2024 2025 Championship, is going to be in Ottawa. It's in Ottawa <laughs> starting on December 26th. Uh, and it runs until January 5th. And I think this is like, again, if Israel wins those games, they have a shot to move up. So, that is December 26th, of course, this year, uh, I think is either the first or second night of Sonica. Uh, this is going to be a real Sonica tournament uh, the whole way through. It's going to be in Ottawa. I mean, I, 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 I personally, no disrespect, uh, but I try to spend as little time in that city as I can. Uh, I assume <laughs> there's nothing else to do there this time of year. Uh, then watch hockey. If, I don't know. Is the hockey, is so. the Elegant
1: Street McDonald's still open? I don't know. Maybe some listeners could tell us that because most nights I might experience to Ottawa. Wind up I'm there.
0: proposing this as an alternative to the Elegant Street McDonald's. If, if if that's the best you can do, and uh, you know, obviously seeing family, friends, whatever, if you're back home uh, for the holiday break or anything like that. I mean, it's a bo- you know, it's Boxing Day. It's a classic uh, junior hockey time. Yeah, uh, but if you're in Ottawa for for the for the Hanukkah break in next year put it in your calendar right now go see israel play uh they will have a good shot of beating you know iceland and australia and belgium and serbia and spain like they're they're a good team now uh go see them play next next hanukkah in ottawa it is you know the canal is not frozen yet i assume that's the only thing to do there in the winter so yes uh this is better than that and uh i think you know being in canada being in a city with a large jewish population I i think we could see a real um you know rallying support for Israel there again there's nothing else to do <laughs> during that week in Ottawa but go see Israel at Division 2 put it in your calendar if you think you could be in Ottawa uh, if you have that misfortune go, go see uh, Israel play in Division 2
1: Don't take half measures when it comes to home security. Alarms and cameras work, but they'll only tell you that your worst nightmare just came true. Safety Screen by Metalex for windows and doors will keep your family safe and sound with real stopping power. They can't be cut, pried, or bashed in, so you can enjoy carefree ventilation in the spring and fall with peace of mind. And protect your fixed windows and doors with rock glass. An absolutely unbreakable clear covering. Call 416-638-2539 or visit Metalexsecurity.com to book your free consultation. That's M-E-T-A-L-E-X Security.com. Remember, prevention is always better than the cure. Jamie, it's interesting you bring that up. Um, 20 Israeli hockey players of various teams... Uh, who have been brought to Canada sort of as an escape from the war and to play hockey and tour around um, and see some of hockey history, go to the Hockey Hall of Fame, et cetera, et cetera, um, away from, you know, what's going on in Israel right now. And one of the people who brought them over, who's been a former guest on our show, um, and Maccabi women's uh, hockey gold medalist, Melissa Ronsberg.
0: And, you know, it's really interesting the degree to which um, hockey has become this story that is like the the most Canadian Jewish Angle on everything is just like anything to do with Israel hockey. It's just like no, there's Canadians been involved. You know, we've talked to them about the formation of of hockey in Israel. Uh, Canadians who have been involved throughout the world. You know, if if we have one great gift to the world, I think it has been uh, the old the old, uh, the, old the old stick and puck, ball. the old stick and puck on ice. I, what, what's a good euphemism for hockey? Some things is just uh, not, the old you know the old dump and chase. I yeah, mean, the uh, there um
1: yeah. Hmm. What do we call the p- biscuit? The biscuit.
0: The old old biscuit in the basket. Anyways, it's been great to see Canadians really take interest in this and be at the forefront of Israel in hockey. Um, Moving on in a few other sports news uh, items where we wrap up, Gabe, last week. uh, Last Sunday was the NFC Championship. Uh, My beloved Detroit Lions, unfortunately, uh, blew it. And I'm sad to say that uh, a small part of that was a Jewish athlete, uh, Anthony Ferkser. Uh, The sixth or seventh year tight end who is a graduate of Harvard, you know, Central Jersey, born and bred. A Harvard man. Uh, a Harvard man, that's right. Um, who was signed, you know, to the practice squad from, I think he'd gone to one regular season game and then was in all three playoff games. Got his first reception since 2022 uh, near the goal line. Unfortunately, could not get it into the end zone. Mm. As a result, that led to the n- not. Excellent clock management that led to Detroit basically running out of time in the game. Right. Uh, if he had been able to get in, it would have given them more of a chance. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, he just couldn't do it. So um, that was our only uh, Jewish player who's who had a chance to make the Super Bowl. We had a long run for a while of, of Jews making the Super Bowl up until uh, 2020 or 2021. But unfortunately, haven't had one in a while. The Schwartz brothers uh, no longer playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Um so not not a lot of Jewish rooting interest in the Super Bowl in terms of so the, players, I guess. If you
1: remember last year, um in yeah. last year's Super Bowl, there was excuse me, the uh Kansas City Chiefs strength and conditioning coach Barry Rubin. Um, who's a member <laughs> okay. of the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame, uh as well as the um, you know, I think it's the strength and conditioning coaches hall of fame. Um, but he seems to no longer be with the team um okay. Rubin's Ruben's not one of the coaches so you know we don't have him anymore to cheer for um so unfortunately I mean and you know he played he was in Her- Philadelphia and then followed Andy Reid forever um but Bear Rubin retired uh, after last Super Bowl win so he's not there this year but you know I think Barry's probably cheering for them from Boca
0: or wherever he is now what does a, reti- what yeah, does a but-
1: retired Jewish football coach
0: do <laughs> look there's a there's a guy named Deuce Schwartz on the uh 49ers offensive quality control team. There's a guy named Max Moles, who's a coaching operation uh, assistant. Again, I don't know if any of these guys are Jewish. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I
1: always it, thought Matt decision... Nagy sort of looked Jewish, but he's not.
0: Yeah, I think Nagy's like a, a Hungarian name. Um. Anyways, my point is, if, if, if you're going to decide who to root for based on who these strength and conditioning coaches are, that's a weird choice, but you do you. <laughs> uh, and I think that's fine. So... You know, I look forward to anyone digging in on uh, on whether any we look look for any possible line coaches possible
1: Jew we can no no Jewish owners, um, unfortunately for either team, Uh, the Hunt family are
0: about as white bred American as they get. Um, Yeah, and I guess the Yorks, who are the 49ers, I guess about the same. That that's like a long time uh, family. That's yeah, they're both they're both real
1: old American good old boys. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the Yorks and the Hunts, but. You know, while you know we don't necessarily see that in the Super Bowl, we do have a new Jewish owner in Major League Baseball.
0: Oh, okay. Who's um,
1: that? You know the the Baltimore Orioles today. I think it, it's today. Um, you know the the Angelos family of Greek heritage have owned the uh, Baltimore Orioles for my whole life, um, and in a weird sale, it'll happen after John Angelos dies. But he has sold the team okay. now. That upon his death, the transfer will go to um a group led by David Rubinstein founder of the carlisle group one of the largest okay, hedge funds sure. in the world um but David Rubinstein is is a notable baltimore philanthropist and a very proud jewish baltimore philanthropist um in addition to all of his you know spot in the halls of power he's one of the main funders of the washington dc holocaust museum um, oh, okay so you know it's it's we don't necessarily count how many Jewish owners there are in professional sports that, you know, keeping a number is a little bit, I don't know, I'm going to call it German. Um, But (laughs) knowing that there's one more is, is nice. You know, it's, Oh, it's another Jewish person who is being successful in our little
0: area. And the Baltimore Orioles have, have, you know, featured a number of Jews over the years, including of course, Dean Kramer uh, most recently, who is uh, one of the, a a fundamental part of their starting starting rotation for, for years to come. Uh, so maybe we'll, we'll experience some, you know, Jewish heritage days at, uh, Oh, that's at, true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Now I
1: wonder, you know, if we ever talk to Dean, we can ask him if he's going to walk into, to David's office and, you know, the <laughs> and say good Shabbos on a Friday night.
0: Gabe, before we sign off any, any other Jewish sports news, anything else going on in the Super Bowl this year? I, I, I did see, I, I wanted to mention, by the way, it is a CBS broadcast. So, uh, Tracy Wolfson will be the sideline reporter. Oh, that's fabulous. That's one,
1: that, there's a, so we yeah, can root n- for not the rooting media, interest, but,
0: that's a good yeah, Jewish rooting
1: interest, rooting for the media. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, but, um, you know, speaking of of believing Jews control the media, there's a, uh, you know, uh, an organization, the Foundation to Combat Antisemitism, which is largely uh, supported, funded by NFL head, uh, NFL ownership legend, Robert Kraft. And they've purchased a Super Bowl ad this year. Um, oh, okay. You might have seen a number of ads about anti-Semitism, the one I can think of is like a father and his son are sitting in a truck in like middle America somewhere and they pull up in uh-huh. front of a synagogue and the father says to the son, like, I see what you post on the internet, son. Why don't you say it to these people? Um, right. And the son starts crying and, you know, they've been through enough, boy, is what Joe America says. Um, so ads like that about, you know, the, the commonplace anti-Semitism that Jews experience um, we're going to get one during the Super Bowl uh, put together by or, or found funded, I would say, by Robert Kraft, um, who's now also sort of in charge of March of the Living. Uh, right. Which is, you know, part of his his philanthropy. Um, it's nice to see all these sports owners, you know, donating to Jewish causes. Although
0: although Kraft, Kraft, uh, in his coaching hire recently, made a very un-Jewish choice of of, of opting for Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, shouldn't should have picked a, a coach mustard yeah it was, was mustard coach available? Spicy was, mustard was, on was, rye, was yeah. there
1: no coach pastrami that he could have possibly <laughs> hired
0: oh boy uh no that is exciting i mean i think uh you know uh anyone listening to this podcast who wasn't planning on watching the super bowl now you have a reason to tune in because yeah. you can see a commercial. People uh, people often watch
1: the Super Bowls for the commercials. Um, now you get the Super Bowl for a commercial about anti-Semitism.
0: <laughs> That's right. Um, well, I, I am excited for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm excited for a spring of uh, renewal. You know, this is going to be the sports doldrums for a little bit where there's just a little bit of basketball and hockey and not a whole lot going on until the baseball season starts up again. I, but, I guess we uh, can just
1: follow the Oilers streak. I think they might never lose sure. again.
0: Yeah, you know, people thought they would only win one game, uh but then the streak has lasted for all of 16. Uh, a double Hanukkah. <laughs> a double Hanukkah of, uh, streak of Oilers. Maybe... of Oilers of Oilers wins, all right? This is this is a team that is of course named for uh those people in the temple. Yeah, it's named it's named for the oil of Hanukkah.
1: Place. That's, of oh course. man, how have we not tapped this rich vein of comedy before? Uh, uh,
0: I don't know, but uh, I, I'm sure we will <laughs> the oil uh, like lasted. Jokes, beat it to
1: death. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and if they get to 18, it's Zach Hyman's number. Um, That's true. You know, so if they if have their the lucky right? 18, they'd set the new record. It's only two more games um, and they have them against uh, Vegas, which is the first game back on Tuesday, who are very Uh-oh. good. And then it, oh, yeah. their 18th game would be against Anaheim, who are terrible um well there you go but you know a lot of a lot of jewish dreams have been made in la uh so those two nights of you know anaheim to tie the record at 18 and then la to break the record at 19 um yeah that would be a really spectacular and it's on lunar new year so it would really all be coming together for the people
0: neskadol hayaba edmonton <laughs> um will we'll, we'll keep up with on that and uh yeah and all the jews participating the, in the all-star game this week um, as always, we're brought to you by the Canadian Jewish News. You can find our podcast and everything else on the Canadian Jewish News website, thecjn.ca. Uh, thanks for our, to our producer, Michael Freeman. Uh, and thanks to you for listening. Please like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts uh, and get all the warmers feed right into your devices.